Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Is the Ummah too divided? Some say, how can we have a Khilafah when the Ummah is so divided? We hear things like, if we can't even agree on how we should all pray, how can we be united? If a Deobandi and a Barelvi and a Salafi can't agree with one another, how will they ever appoint a Khalifa? And differences amongst this Ummah is the cause of her weakness. Are these views correct? Let's take a look. The first question we should ask is, is a difference of opinion amongst the Muslims allowed? Was there differences amongst the Muslims during the time of the Prophet During the time of the Prophet he ordered the Sahaba to go and fight with Banu Quraidah for their treachery against the Muslims during the Ghazwa Khandaq. And he said to them, go and pray Asr when you get there. Now, the Sahaba who left during the latter part of the day, they disputed en route because the time for Asr was drawing to a close. A party of the Sahaba prayed Asr en route and another party of the Sahaba prayed Asr after they got to Banu Quraidah. Obviously, both of them cannot have been right. One group understood the command literally to mean pray when you get there. But the other group interpreted the command of the Prophet to mean hurry up. So clearly both of them couldn't have been right. So the Prophet said, If a judge makes a ruling and his ijtihad is correct, he will get two rewards. But if a judge makes a ruling and his ijtihad is mistaken, he will get one reward. So clearly having a difference of opinion amongst the Muslims is not the same as being disunited. However, not every difference is valid. So what makes a difference a valid difference and what makes it an invalid difference? To put it simply, a difference can arise in Islam where ijtihad is required. And this can be due to a number of factors. Either the meaning of the text is indefinite or the text itself is indefinite. However, on matters which are clear cut, there can be no difference of opinion and those opinions are invalid. So any legal opinion not based on Islam is an invalid opinion. So for example, if somebody has an opinion that pork is halal or khamar is halal, then these are invalid opinions. However, even with valid opinions, there are cases where it is not desirable for these opinions to persist. So there are differences amongst Muslims about the way they pray amongst the various madhahib. These by and large are to do with personal worship, to do with ibadah and do not affect the unity of the Muslim Ummah. So such differences are allowed to persist. However, there are legitimate Islamic differences that can arise through ishtihad but are not allowed to persist because they can cause differences and chaos. For example, there are legitimate differences about whether the Sharia permits the leasing of land or not, whether 
differences of opinion about whether three talaq means a single talaq if given in one sitting or if it actually means three talaqs. So such differences cannot be allowed to persist because it can cause chaos or disunity. So if a man has the opinion that three talaqs given in one sitting is just one, but the wife believes that it's three, then in his opinion, he can come back and remarry the lady. But in her opinion, they are irrevocably divorced and cannot come back together. So how does Islam deal with such differences? If a difference occurs on a definite matter, then these are not acceptable. And Islam has empowered the Khalifa to use his authority to resolve these matters. And an example of this is after the death of the Prophet ﷺ, when false prophets arose, Abu Bakr Siddiq resolved this problem. People refused to give the zakat. Abu Bakr Siddiq عن, resolved these matters. In those areas where differences can occur due to ijtihad, it is up to the Khalifa to adopt an opinion and for the rest of the Ummah to follow him in order to maintain harmony and unity of the Muslim Ummah. And there are two Sharia principles which stipulate this. There is a principle which says that Imam's decree settles disputes and the Imam's decree is obeyed openly and privately. So in conclusion, the Khilafah is the means to resolve disputes. No person, Imam, scholar or leader has the power to force you to follow an opinion. Therefore, in the absence of the Khalifa, it is natural that there will be disunity and it is natural that this, these differences cannot be resolved because nobody has the authority to enforce a single opinion amongst the believers. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.